my friends. Happy Monday to you all. You are listening on the day that this comes out. I am going to be pre-recording a few episodes soon because in a week and a half, I will be heading out to go to Italy for my very first time to celebrate my one-year wedding anniversary with my wife. I want to record a few episodes to release on those Mondays that I will not be here. And then I am back for a week and then heading out to Las Vegas for another week to be a helper for the first time at a Conscious Discipline Institute. I have been to Las Vegas before and I have been to a Conscious Discipline Institute. I've been an attendee before, but I will be helping this time and I'm really excited for that. So this is going to be an exciting month with all of this travel and experiencing some new things for the first time. I don't know about you, but my favorite trips are when I get to go somewhere that I have never been or when I get to do something new that I've never done. I love that alive and present feeling that you get from experiencing something for the first time. Today, I have an idea, an analogy for you about making choices for yourself. This is one that I did not try and come up with for you. This is one that just occurred to me for myself as I was going about my daily life. And I thought that if it's useful for me in a specific way, that I wanted to share it with you. For those of you that have followed along with my weight loss journey, you know that a few years ago, at the beginning of the COVID shutdown, I lost a bunch of weight, about 40 pounds, give or take. Since then, I got married, went on my honeymoon, and put that weight back on most of it. It is currently something that I am working on and something that I sometimes struggle with because I know what to do to lose it, but I don't always want to do what I need to do to lose it. I found that in that small container at that time of being at home, not going out to restaurants, not going to work for a few months, it seemed much easier to me to follow a new food plan, to be at home with time to devote to the shopping, the cooking, the monitoring the plan, and to have time to devote to my feelings when I didn't want to follow it. It all seemed much easier with that gift of free time that I got out of that shutdown. Compare that to now when I can follow the same food plan and the same strategies, except that I am going to work. I'm going out to see my friends. I'm attending events and traveling. And it seems much harder. And the road is lined with many temptations that can derail my goal when I give in to those temptations and I go off my plan. So sometimes I give in to the urge to cook something, something that is off of my plan. I love Jennifer Garner, and she had a recipe for some homemade Snickers bars that were mostly healthy ingredients 
They had unsweetened coconut, dates, coconut milk, but also had some sugar, some dark chocolate that is sweetened. So not a lot of foods that my body needs. Definitely a treat and something that probably don't need a whole pan of in the house. But, you know, Jennifer Garner and, you know, Snickers. So, of course, we made them. And now they are cut into pieces in my freezer. So every day I am tempted to eat them because I just love to have a bite of something sweet right after dinner. And in the evening, if I am watching TV, I love to have a snack or I feel very comforted by watching TV and eating a snack. So every day, I have to make that choice all over again to keep them in the freezer and not throw them in the garbage, as well as making the choice when I do make that choice. So I promised you an analogy, and there is one coming, I promise. This analogy came about in one of those moments, a moment when I'm considering taking homemade Snickers square, and I'm also contemplating my long-term goal to lose weight. In that moment, I'm considering all day long, I have stuck to my food plan, which would move me further towards my goal, and that taking one of those squares would probably set me back away from my goal. It would be an exit off the highway of weight loss. And here's another analogy, a different one, that I always think of. And I think of it as when you take an exit off the highway, you don't just pop back on where you are, where you took the exit when you're done hopping off. But it's one of those exits that loops you back around to the on-ramp at the exit before. So that means that you get back on the highway further back than you were when you got off. You have to drive that piece of the road again when you get off on the exit to get back to where you were when you got off. Kind of like you decide to eat off of your plan. So you take exit five, thinking that you will Go out to dinner with your friends and have a splurge meal and have a drink with dinner too. And then you picture getting right back on the highway again at exit five and just continuing like it never happened. But the ramp at exit five takes you back around to the on-ramp at exit four. So now you have to repeat that stretch of the highway again to get back to where you got off before. You don't hop back on at the same weight. You have to lose that weight to get back to where you were. Okay, so that wasn't the analogy that I was originally getting to. So you're getting a two for one. That's an extra analogy that I don't think that I have shared on the podcast before. It's from a workshop of mine about the different roads that you can take when you choose to lose weight. So that's a bonus one for you. But back to the original one, the one that I came up with in that moment of choosing Snickers bar. So I wanted one. I had finished my dinner. I had stuck to my plan all day. And I knew that eating one or two of those 
was going to affect my morning weight and probably undo the good that I had done that day so far. And I also know myself enough to know that I wasn't going to throw the bag away at that point in time. I liked them. They tasted good. And you know, Jennifer Garner's recipe, she's my girl. She's my celebrity wife as opposed to my real life wife. And I know that I get this mentality when there is something that I consider bad to eat in the house, which means something that will oppose my goal of losing weight. I get this mindset that I need to speed up and make it gone. I don't know if this ever happens to you. I want to make it disappear. I want to finish it up by eating it until it's gone. Instead of just throwing it away and having it be instantly gone or giving it away to someone else, I will double up and eat more of it to make it go away faster. But the problem is that there's always something else that comes in to exist. So there isn't really a long stretch of time when there are no temptations in the house. Because when there is that long stretch of time, it always happens to be the time that I get that urge to cook something new and put something else in that place of temptation. Okay, so I am standing there contemplating eating the bar and knowing that I would end up eating the bar. And that's when this analogy came to me of this moment being like a vote. A point in time in which I was forced to vote. And not just between eating a Snickers bar and not eating a Snickers bar, or between eating it or spending the next two hours thinking about eating it and not eating it. But it really was a vote between two versions of myself. There was this version of myself which already exists in the future of me when I have hit that weight loss goal. Now, when you read about physics, or for those of you who have studied physics, it is said that we happen to view the time continuum as separate moments in time, moments in the past that have happened no longer exist, the present moment, which is the only thing that exists, and future moments, which do not exist yet and are not real since they have not happened yet. But there is a theory in physics that says that all of those moments are very real and they all do exist right now. And that it is only our perspective that makes it seem like they fall into this continuum of time when in reality, our future moments are just as real as our past moments. We just have a hard time seeing them that way because of this perspective that we have. So I was thinking that this very real version of myself does already exist. It is right there in the future where I am not experiencing it yet, but that I can 100% believe that I will experience it and that it's coming once I follow the action steps that I will follow to get myself there. But then I was thinking that there is this other version of me and 
not one that I was thinking of in the future as a different option of myself that might happen in the future, but more of a version of myself that exists right now in the present and has existed in the past. That me is me at this heavier weight that I'm not feeling great about and that I want to change. The heavier me that gives in to splurges and temptations and chooses old, comfortable, familiar actions that feel like they are easier choices in the moment. Only because they are choices that I have made before. They are choices that will keep me the same. So my brain wants to tell me that they are safer choices. Now, in this analogy, I'm standing there at the freezer and I'm casting my ballot and placing my vote between these two versions of myself, the me that has reached my goal and the me that is staying the same. That one feels stuck in the past. It might sound like I am placing a lot of importance on this one decision, but the truth is, We tell ourselves all of the time that it is just one little tiny decision when we decide to put food in our mouth or drink a drink. We tell ourselves that it's small and insignificant and that one little tiny decision doesn't matter. But then we keep making that decision over and over again. And it does matter because all of those decisions add up to the result we are getting, which in this case is for my weight to stay the same or to go up on the scale the next morning. Maybe to make a little progress once in a while when I make certain choices and I'm feeling a little bit stronger in my resolve to reach my goal then to go right back again when I am feeling weaker. But I want to share why this simple little analogy really struck me as something that could be helpful to me. Standing there, trying to decide about the after-dinner snack, I realized that my brain was selling myself something. It was doing its regular old job that the brain does to try and keep me safe, to try and get me to stay the same and to keep myself in the same place instead of changing, keep getting off at that exit, instead of making progress down the highway towards change, towards my future, that different version of myself. Our brains are so protective but not always in the most helpful way. What my brain was trying to sell me in that moment is that my choice didn't matter. It was a small decision. It wasn't a big deal. What I liked about the voting analogy is that just like thinking that every one little individual vote doesn't matter, small and insignificant, that all of those votes do add up and they matter a lot. We don't just make those choices in isolation. All of those singular choices add up 
can dictate the version of us that wins the election. All of those little votes against our future self, those choices to eat or drink off of our plan, give us the election results that vote in the current us or the past us that keep us in office. When we make choices over and over again that vote for our future self, for the version of us that reaches our goal, all of those little choices do add up to a result. The result that we know that we want, the result that we have chosen by naming it as our goal, and those choices can feel really hard in the moment. But the only reason that they feel hard is because our brain is selling us on the idea that we don't want to choose that hard thing because it feels more comfortable to stay the same and to not change. The problem is that we don't recognize that as something outside of ourselves or something happening to us or against us. We believe that that part of our brain is us. It is ourself. It's the essence of us. We believe that we are our thoughts. So we believe that BS that our brain wants us to believe. We feel like it is the truth that it is hard and that the choice doesn't matter. That it's easier to give in than it is to not eat something or not drink something. And we forget that it takes effort to pick up a food, to bite it, to chew it, to eat it, to drink it. And that it does not take physical effort to not eat something. It doesn't take physical effort to not drink something. It is physically easier to make the choice to abstain. It takes mental effort, but physically it's easier to not give in, not harder. So if we use this analogy, we would override our brain. We would not recognize that part of our brain as ourself, the brainstem or the amygdala that wants to derail us so that we don't change. But we would recognize the prefrontal cortex as the part of us that is us, the part of us that can plan ahead of time, the part of us that can create goals that we truly want, the part that votes for which version of ourselves we are going to see next in that time continuum. You want to vote for the you that you want to see next. So if you have set a goal and you know which version of yourself that you want to see, the one that has reached your goal, it doesn't matter if your goal is to lose some weight like my goal is, or if it's the version of you that wants to learn a new language or travel or make new friends or meet someone special or run a marathon or start a business. Whatever your goal is, there are little choices along the way. Should I go run? Should I work on my business marketing? Should I go on another date? 
that I practice those Italian phrases instead of watching TV? Could I invite that coworker out for dinner? All those little choices that get you further down the highway. They do matter. Every choice matters because it is another vote for the version of you that you want to be, that you are becoming next. Just like an election, every vote does count. I found that this analogy helped me to see the importance of the actions that helped me. The action to not make a treat and to keep in the house, to not keep the treat around, or to not indulge when I really, really want to, because my brain is telling me that I really need to taste something or get the comfort from eating something, and that that is more pleasurable than how it feels to stick to my plan. Every time I make a little choice, I remind myself that I have a ballot in front of me and I am writing down on that ballot which version of Kate that I am going to be, which version has my prefrontal cortex already decided that I want to be, which I can see from the goals that I have chosen for myself. Remember that part of your brain makes decisions ahead of time. So you know what your prefrontal cortex wants because it has decided ahead of time. That's the part of the brain that makes us different from other animals. We can pre-plan. And then I can separate my identity from those other parts of my brain. Those parts are not my identity. Those parts lovingly try to take care of me in the same way that A well-meaning mother might mother you by trying to do everything for you. That mom means well, but might be misguided and doesn't realize that you need to learn to do some things for yourself. Your brain means well, trying to keep you safe, but doesn't always do it in the way that is most helpful. So I hope that this can help you in the same way that it helps me. I can tell you right now that even after writing this podcast, I had made the choice to eat some more of those Snicker bars. But as I'm recording this podcast right now, I had made the decision to just throw those away in the garbage. Done. I don't have to rush and double up to finish them to make them gone. I could make them gone in one second by just throwing them away. So I'm hoping that no matter what your goals are for yourself, you can take this concept and apply it to your life in some way. When those little choices come up every single day that ask you, do you want to stay on the highway and make progress or take a little detour away from your goals? And you can even help yourself by picturing that vote. Get two pictures of yourself. One that is the future version of yourself, one that is the old stuck version, two pictures that can represent what you are voting between. We are all human and we don't do things perfectly since we are learning all of the time. We sometimes make progress and we sometimes work against ourselves. 
It's not something to judge. They're just all opportunities for us to learn. Have a great week, my friends, and keep on making those choices. Hopefully just a little bit more deliberately than you did this week.